Well, as we mentioned right at the top of the show this morning, Australia World Test Cricket Champions completing a 209-run victory overnight. India all out in its second innings for 234. So much, so much to unpack out of the test, though. It must be said right from the toss. The SEN coverage has been absolutely brilliant. Part of it, Bharat Sundaresan has been good enough to stay up late to review the championship-winning effort of the Aussies. Uh, Brett, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, guys. Um, yeah, it's quite quite uh, an evening in London. Uh, we expected this game to go deep, and uh, there was this uh, sense of uh, you know India daring to dream when we reached the Oval this morning. But yeah, Australia put a stop to that very early. And that was important, wasn't it? Right from the start, Scotty Boland, uh, you know, if you thought, because I think we're all nervous. It has been, you know, yeah. Australia has been burnt before, but, and you looked at the total number of runs and you looked at the quality of batsmen, but it was an early statement that got Australia on top uh, and headed for victory. It just had to be Scotty Boland. I mean, we've seen him in the last 18 months or so since, since he burst onto the scene. He just does this over and over again, right? And this was honestly both just 12 balls to Virat Kohli, but they were 12 of the best. The way he set up someone as good as Virat Kohli and someone who's batting as well as Virat Kohli um, was a masterclass in my opinion, and uh, he deserved that wicket. And then when he went bang bang by getting Ravindra Jadeja two balls later, the game for all practical purposes was was over at that point, and you could sense it around the oval. The Indians were up and about. Uh, till that point, but the moment Jadeja walked back, yeah, it felt like someone had switched on the mute button. Uh, it was incredible bowling from Scott Boland, and as you said, Barat, that that over, uh, and and the ball that he that he bowled that he got Jadeja on, um, just mm. absolutely brilliant. Now we've got the Ashes starting at the end of the week. Uh, in your mind, do you go with Scott Boland and leave Hazelwood or Stark out of uh, out of the lineup for the Aussies? I, I, I would put it this way. I think Australia have to go in with Cummins and Boland and pick whoever they think is the best third seamer amongst the, the rest because there's no way you can leave Scott Boland out on the basis of how well he's bowled. Uh, we saw how the, the damage he did in the test match, but just looking at him in training sessions, don't forget this is his first ever competitive game with the red ball on English soil. But even in practice sessions, the way he's troubled Steve Smith and Manas Labuchain and everyone else, he's just... Uh, been quite something, and I can't see any scenario where Australia be comfortable leaving him out. Uh, so he, in my book, starts off uh, at Edge Baston, uh, and I guess unfortunately that might mean Josh Hazel would just have to wait for a while to come back uh, and play Test cricket. Um, Mitchell Stark, just because he's got the X factor, his left arm, uh, and everything else, I guess the starts the series as well, like Boland, but um, Boland is in. Mm. Yeah, um, the the catching from the Aussies was was pretty good. Uh, we saw one yesterday, Steve Smith in second slip, but to get Virat Kohli off off the bowling of Boland was a, was a beauty. But the day before, Cameron Green's catch in the gully. Uh, what were your thoughts? Caused caused plenty of debate. A <laughs> lot of debate and uh, got me a lot of hate from India because I stick sucked my neck out and said it was a clean catch. <laughs> didn't go down well in my. Uh, uh, motherland, I must say, uh, I caught a, copped a lot of um, hate uh, on social media, as you do. Uh, but no, I was, again, I, if we thought he had pulled off a stunner in the first innings, which was a stunner, uh, to a way to his right, uh, this was even better. I mean, the 
for the fact that he's six feet seven uh, uh, inches tall, for him to come down the way he did and to clasp that ball just before it hits the ground uh, was a sensational effort. And um, I think he's just you know, he's been around for two and a half years or so in international cricket. Already, he's right up there in the top five best gully fielders of all time, and I'm not even kidding. I think it'd be tough to argue against that. It's it's an interesting world now, isn't it? Uh, Shaman Gill actually goes on social media, goes on on his Twitter account, and adds to the oh. inflammatory nature of the whole incident. I mean, it never happened back in the day. But you go on social media to his millions of followers, and boom, then it uh, then it blew up. Uh, just one last one. Just in light of that, what happened with the toss? Um, do you think India regret it? Has there been uh, any public admission that perhaps we got it wrong right on the very first day? Uh, rarely do you get a public admission of uh, being wrong from when it involves Indian cricket. But I think more than the toss, I thought the, you know, you know, Pat Cullen said today, uh, he would have fielded first as well. Obviously, he has a stronger bowling attack. And I think therein lie, uh, lay the difference. Uh, if, say, you had a Jasprit Bumrah in the side uh, or, you know, if you had made the right call and picked Arashwin, then maybe it made sense because you would have got some control. But we, as we saw that first morning, once Siraj and Shami uh, finished their spells, uh, the, the rest of the bowling was loose. But again, credit to Travis Head. The innings he played just broke the game and more or less India could never recover after that Travis Head knock. So, um, as maybe as... Uh, well, as he played, I think India maybe played into their hands with a bad uh, call at, uh, in terms of their selection. Uh, I, I wouldn't, like, criticise Rohit Sharma for having fielded first. All right. And Travis Head, player of the match, by the way, with that 163 off 174 uh, balls. All right, uh, Barat, we'll let you get to bed now. Uh, thank you for staying up. <laughs> and uh, we can't wait for the Ashes to begin. And it is, it is right on our doorstep right now on SEN coverage. All our listeners will be tuning in. Uh, thanks for your efforts over the last five days and bring on the Ashes.